I'm telling you, man. Hey, fam. Welcome back to yet another episode of I'm Telling You. I'm Telling You? <laughs> Damn it, who changed the prompters? <laughs> Yo, the green room was massively effective. We had a really good time. Yeah, we got an uh, amazing guest on. But yeah, I'm Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Lickety clack a fact check. I'm Miss J Day. Yeah, no, as always, we ask you, uh, please reach out to us, continue the conversation, chat us up, talk to us. If you want to be on the show, if you think somebody should be on the show, we're all about giving the love and support and everything out there. But hit us up, all three of us, ITY at directionsandmusic.org or individually. G-E-M-I-N-I at directionsandmusic.org. Bleep, 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 bleep. bleep. At this point, it's we got to put that shit in there. But yeah, we're uh, Philly D, P-H-I-L-L-Y at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, for uh, first-time listeners, this is a 30-year friendship where the conversation has just been continuing. We throw dad jokes, movie quotes, and we literally talk anything, everything, metaphysics, life, how not to be a douche. You're just like hovering over the money. You want to say something? You, you like how I give you the D, don't you? You like got him the D? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, and then sometimes, like I say, yeah, we got guests in the house, which tonight we got our man, Mr. Hell's Flame. This dude is amazing. Please introduce yourself to the people. What it do, everybody? It's your man, Hell's Flame, singer, songwriter, voice actor for the Chronic Tales animated series. What's happening, people? Yo. Awesome. Dude, you, that made me think of like uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where they have their like alter ego characters, <laughs> where they're, they're the freaking oh what the hell the uh, the the Dark Knight and the uh, freaking what the hell? yeah dude, JD you're gonna have to look this shit up for me my mind's blanking but that shit is hilarious I love Kevin Smith I don't know we were talking movies earlier bro do you know who Kevin Smith is Chronic. Yeah, Blunt Man and Chronic. Thanks. Yeah, apparently he knows. There you go. My apologies, my friend. Miss JD, you can you can stand down now. Apparently uh, he's taking. I know she's like, I'll just take a nap now. That's I'll be over here if you need me. Yeah, but dude, that's that. So what is that about? Like, give me a because I mean that's what it kind of sounds like. It's it's got like a cartoony like comic book. Like I mean I'm into that shit. The Chronic Tales is a creation from my guy Nick Terensky. He drew these characters up back in the day when he was a youngster. And then he put them on shirts later on. Then we met up with him after it was on the shirts and we started wearing them everywhere and getting more recognition. And then one day he was like, I wish I could turn this into a cartoon. And then we met an animator we turned it into a cartoon. Funny how that happens. Oh, dude, that's hot shit, man. Yeah. These are all the characters, by the way, on this shirt. Right okay, now. yeah, all dude. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do the same. I'm wearing, I'm wearing some of our merch as well. I mean, that's uh, uh you, you, you came to the party late. It's all good. Yeah, those of you, uh, if you, if you, if you follow us with the green room as well, getting the warm up show, okay. you would, uh, you would know that Jim and I was late tonight. But I'm he was, a, being, he was being a hell of a man. So Pink Floyd T-shirt, a Pink Floyd. Well, I mean, that's a pro. Right? Right? We yeah. like music here. It's okay. Uh, Pink Floyd's acceptable here. Early, early. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks at Costco. Oh, so like, so when did, uh, when did this come out? I mean, is this something that was like recent or like, are you still putting stuff out? Is there like series or? We are working on the, well, I am working on the third episode 
Okay. Rip my voiceovers. They're ahead of me. I'm <laughs> I'm behind. So out. <laughs> we have been touring. We went to Vegas, Miami, uh, Hollywood, and then we did one here in October in Nebraska last year. So we toured and we showed the first episode along with us performing as well. So all the shows was a great turnout. It was lit. Everybody came out. We had some celebrities come to a couple of them. So it was real nice. That's what's up. Yeah, because I mean, again, when we, like when we were talking in the green room and stuff, man, or actually, it might have been before that, where I uh, do mad respect for the fact that you're at a you're at a spot in your 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 like your career in your life where it's like, yo, it's like if, if you're gonna have me on, it's like we 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 got to talk money. It's like nothing nothing personal, but this is professional. This is my job. Like yes. I can't do this, but you know, and I'm happy to help. However, it's like yo, know, I got to get paid. Nothing, you know, that's how it works. Yes. But. But that's what a professional does, you know what I mean? So, like, respect, bro. Yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. yeah been, oh, to get there, I, I remember doing uh, the most shows I did in a weekend was 10. Damn. I performed 10 times one weekend. I had three shows on Friday, three shows on Saturday. No, it was four four shows on Friday, five shows on a Saturday, and then the one on Sunday. All oh, this working man and show biz. You, I was thinking that shit. Get out of my head, bro. Get out of my head. Yeah, yeah. right, dude. That's you know, and so I'm like I'm a firm believer because you know we were we were talking hella hip hop and rap and all that kind of stuff and how it was coming up out of the 80s and whatever and it's like. I'm, I'm a firm believer. It's like, dude, this, this is an art and a craft, and it's something that you know you you shouldn't. You, while you gotta pay your dues, if you're if you're a good musician, you should just be able to get your stuff out there. It's like, dude, you shouldn't be you know treated like freaking you know a like cash cow. I was gonna yeah, dude, yeah <laughs> no, bro. I was gonna say products or you know, but yeah, you exactly right. Like just treated like treated like an animal. It's like, dude, you're a commodity at this point. It's like you're just you're just money to me. Next, it's like, wow. Well, so, that, that whole thing about the industry that they, they show with the RZA in uh, an American saga about like how they, they changed everything about them. They're like, they're like, no, you got to do this. or you got to do, you got to wear that or, you know, <laughs> he's a yes, yes. I know. Right. And it's like, that's, that's not me, bro. Like, yeah, again, when you when you get the the catch up on the green room, you're gonna be like, "Damn it, dude, we, we went <laughs> on it, bro. Like, yeah, yeah we, hell's is we, college, man. Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of soul searching, if you want to call it that, but it's more about education. I've been trying to educate myself across the board about everything. Even that's the thing. That, that's that's a great work. Yep. I still want to learn about it just a little bit. If I don't have to know everything about it, I just want to know a little bit about it. That's what we do too. I mean, we like, like psychology. Uh, I mean, like everything is involved, you know, like, and how you, um, like our latest thing is always talking about the Tesla's thing about um, frequencies, energies, vibrations, and how that translates to three, how six, you should live nine. your life and keeping your frequencies high and and yes. you know because you know it's a rough world out there and 
you know, if you bring that to you, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of crap out there, you know? And if you're on that frequency, it just, it's nonstop. But if you can, if you can somehow raise your vibration, right. And it sounds corny, like you're doing magic or something. Yeah. But no, like, so like even so hells was saying earlier is like, so he's at a place when he writes his stuff, he always makes sure he puts at least like one piece of like homage or like tries to get knowledge or so like he's, he's doing what the art is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's doing hip hop, man. He's living the culture. He's throwing the respect and dude, it's, that's hot shit. Got to be some yes. peace and love in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. But that's what hip hop's about. As a culture, it was about to how like bring people up. It was a way to like unite blocks and people of all kinds, and it was a way to like share knowledge. I mean, it, there was like a tribalism to it, man. It's it is it's more than a culture. It's like a society, dude. Hip hop is its own nation, like for real, for real. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a hip hop head. I gotta <laughs> mean to bring the room down. My apologies. Yeah. So, hey, uh, I feel like too with like when you start getting the moniker rap music, that there's a lot, there's a lot more like needless cussing, like just th- like left and right cussing. Like you're gonna love the green room and, and disrespect. And yeah, I'm, I'm, Dude, all, gotta, all three of us gotta have this conversation again sometime. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> am I am I filling in that part of the conversation that was already had? Is oh, pretty much, Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, we were both saying it back and forth, especially because I mean, I was raised on it coming from the the West Coast, but at the same time, you were also getting like you know Curtis Blow and the you know the Beastie Boys, you know Run DMC, like you were getting that East Coast tip too, you know. So it's like it's and and to me, like you know. Uh, Hells was saying it was almost like West Coast gangster where they were like putting this stamp on it where it's like this is the only way it goes. Now all of a sudden you get this this East Coast where it's like, bro, this is hip hop, this is culture, this is life, this is education, this is uplifting. It should be uplifting. I mean, I think I think a number one. Not that you can't. I mean, it's like any art. You know, not like you can't dig deep and and have some really other emotions in there. But I think I think overall it should be like a positive vibe. You know, because you're trying. You got to spread positivity. It's not all about, you know, like I like gang rap. When I was 16 years old was fun, but (laughs) you know, like when I got older, I grew out of that and I'm like, it just, it doesn't interest me anymore. Like I I like to hear, like if you go nine bars without saying a single curse word and you actually use some like $10 words in there and you put it together in such a way that it's like, wow, you just told a whole story in like a couple lines you know, mm-hmm. that, that is the stuff that impresses me. You know? Well, I remember I, I was obsessed at one point in time with music videos. And I remember a time where Busta Rhymes, uh, Jay-Z, Nas, Wu-Tang, all of them, they ran VH1 and MTV. Right? Yeah. They were, it was, if it, if it didn't sound like that, they weren't really playing it. And then, like, when that shift came and they were like, you have to talk about this and you have to rap about this because this is the narrative we want to push. You, they, they, you never really saw those guys' videos on. Yeah. They still put out music, but you didn't really see their videos on BT, VH1, MTV like that. Right. Oh, yeah, man. 
but then I mean that was the whole thing of like you had to know the right A and R, you had the right publicist. You, I mean, you had to know all the right people, which meant that they all got paid. But then they, when they start tweaking your art, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell, you know, you're like RZA before he was fucking RZA. Like, were you going to sit there and critique the Mona Lisa? Like, that's art. Like, you know, if you don't like it, you don't take it. You know, see, and that's why I always say this is why I love uh, music evolution. Like my my music show is because I I again, man, Freedom. I only <laughs> I'll play anything and everything, especially if it's got heart and soul, and especially if I can crank that son of a bitch up to full blast and beyond. Like if I can go on blast with the windows down and I can rock this shit, I want to put that on the show. I don't care who you are, where it came from, how old it was, how new it is. If it's got heart and soul, I want to play that on the show. And I mean, we're always going to do that, especially because I mean, now, like, you know, being come a part of it and shit, like, dude, I'm, I'm always going to make sure that that happens. We're going to play only the dopest, realest, honest shit, period. Yeah. Word. I, the other stuff, I call it flim flam. <laughs> yes. I use flim flam. I fucking love this flim guy. Flam. Oh, we are definitely brothers. We're going to hang out, man. I'm going to have to come out your way and chill for like a weekend or some shit. Like, no joke. No, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, man. Especially, hey, especially if you got a show or something, we can talk later, man. Well, uh, I'll come through and fucking rock you and shit, man. It'd be dope. It'd be a good time. Yeah. For sure. Hell yeah. For sure. That's where I was referencing that I, I, I pulled up the lines from Also Simple and I just started reading it just by itself. And I was like, man, this is good. Just, just it's as is. Poetic. Like it was a beautiful, I mean, and I'm like, that's why I love it so much. Cause every track on that entire, that's why I say that is my all time favorite hip hop album because every single track is banging. Every last yeah. one. I don't like 36 yeah. years, but I have a couple. I feel, I feel like that about, but they're more, they're newer artists. Uh, Wyclef. The newer, I don't know. Oh, Wyclef albums. Yo, Yo, I wanted to work with Wyclef's as well. <laughs> like Carnival, man. Oh, dude, Carnival to the to this day is still one of my absolute favorite hip hop albums. I mean, that was another one where like you might skip over because you're looking for a certain track, but like every single track on that album is good. Well, there's is, all- that, the, is that the one with uh, <clears throat> someone please call nine one? Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. I know. I- that is the best album. I ain't gonna lie. That's the yeah. best album. Yeah, dude, that album, that's so hot. Because you also get the oh, interludes. I banged that for months. Oh, yeah, car. but dude, you get the thing where they're like in the courthouse or whatever, and there is just like, oh, 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 you know, down, ho, low, or whatever. It's like, was he or was he not funding this whorehouse? Okay, then. <laughs> God damn it, Your Honor. This guy's being, it's just like, he's like, oh, you think I come courtroom and not know what's going on? Try my dragon sound. <laughs> Oh, well, I studied a little snake myself. She does. Oh, and dude, it's like, come on. Like, dude, fucking white. What? Dude, Wycliffe oh. Carnival was some hot shit, son. Dude, the album dope right, fire. It wasn't dude. just the tracks. It was like yeah, all the skits man. and stuff they threw in between. Dude, when they're like like introducing him on the first track, when they're like Mel C. Morrow, he's like, get off the lawn. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? Dude, I mean. Dude, Wyclef is a hella dope producer. He's funny as hell. Like, you can tell he's just, like, good-ass people, what man. Was Carnival track? is an immaculate production. What was that track with the Neville Brothers? That one was kicked out. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if that was on that album or not. I can't remember. I don't know. Wait, why are you always asking me like I know shit? The fact check is right there. This is not my... <laughs> I've settled this. She's already on it. 
Yeah, right. She usually <laughs> is. She's pretty quick about it, which is that's why I was she, she's she's dope I people. She keeps this conversation going. She ruled my world. Yeah, dude, give her reference. Whatever her lyrics. I need, she supplies. And you're just like serenading her. Living <laughs> in paradise. <laughs> She ruled my heart. But yeah, no, because you, I mean, even with Wyclef, you also get like Fuji's and stuff, man, and Fuji That's love and all that shit. Bro, could you actually. Oh, are we. my head now. <laughs> oh, my God. I should really learn to just mute his mic. Well, what is it in? What is- <laughs> Instead of you singing it. <laughs> I oh, I can't remember. See, um, but this is. You, you, is it in a cartoon? Was it, what? It was a Wyclef. I'm sorry, hell, this happens sometimes. It's just this is the way it goes. It may be that album. I the two of them, I don't. <laughs> I'm not allowed to look it up on my phone because that's distracting. Dude, we can't look shit up. We're aware of this. It has yeah. failed every, every time. single time. Not yeah, not once, not a few. Like all, dude. <sighs> like so looking up Neville Brothers and the Wyclef album. There you go. See, that'll work out. But yeah, no, dude, like that's, I mean, cause you even had the, uh, where they did uh, a reboot or a remix of like staying alive, dude, staying yeah. alive was a dope ass track. I mean, it had that same tempo, same vibe. Like they gave it all the same as the Bee Gees, but dude, with Wyclef's tone, like that's actually really funny. Like if you take CPR, that's the track they, they reference most teachers, like stay the Lord. It's like staying alive, the, staying alive. The, the beat duh, for, duh, for chest duh. compressions is supposed to be the same. It matches. <laughs> Or Billy Jean. Mona Lisa. Yeah, there you go. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Yes. Yeah. Love that track. Yeah. Can I get a date on Friday? And if you're busy, I wouldn't yeah. mind taking a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, dude. White Clef's hot shit, man. Yeah, so who was, who was like some of your influences? Because we were talking like how you didn't like the rap music. And I got that. I mean, we, you know, we, we beat that story already. We're done with that horse. But like, so if for hip hop, like what were the ones that were like really so influential to you it's like yo i gotta do them but better take a ball oh man that's crazy that's crazy that you ask that because they're rap they're rap artists (laughs) 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 oh i love it i love it all right well i mean but hey but what is let me tell me the story though one is pimp c okay another one is devin the dude and then the uh, it's a group, Eight Ball and MJG. Dude, see, I do. I'll be honest. I only heard of the Middle Cat. Like, so I mean, that's uh, I heard of those. Yeah, we're gonna have, you're gonna have to break off some knowledge for me later, man. Because I love I love new music. Because that's all right. So here's the deal. Like when I do your music evolution episode, give me some of those names. I will find some dope ass shit from them, and I will play it for you, bro. You said you never heard of Pimp C. Oh, I thought you. Oh, never mind. I, I misheard you on that one. But then, yeah. So the first two I know. The third one I don't know. Okay, A Ball and MJG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you I'm, gotta I'm, check that out. I mean, I feel like A Ball, but like I don't know the. Was this was this like a they were they only just them or is there like because I mean is there another uh, rapper by uh, A Ball? Because it was a rap duo. From Tennessee, they're from Memphis, Tennessee, and they are the they better than Outkast. Whoa, dude, them okay. fighting words, bro. Is this debate is out? Is who's better, Outkast or A Ball and MJG? Me personally, 
I think Eggball and MJG. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, so I that's why I love like sharing, you know, music interests and stuff. Because all right, because I mean, I'm a mad. I, I love Outkast. I mean, they're beautiful. I mean, I referenced them earlier where we was talking about where you got to sit around and wait for the music to talk to you, and then you write those lyrics. You know, the music yeah. is what the story is, and you got to write that shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. I, so that's why I'm like, okay. So yeah, man. I'm gonna we're gonna JD. Please take notes and you know, write that down. Put it in the chat. We'll uh, <laughs> I'm gonna check them out. Share screen. Oh, oh, I did it on the last one. You, oh, you got me. You got me. Still getting used to this. I'm new at this. Well, I don't know what I normally do with my arms. <laughs> what do I do with my arms? Oh. Jeez. Sharing. Oh. Oh. Okay. 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 Right. 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 Mm-hmm. April yeah. JG is an American. Oh. Two from Memphis. And yeah. Met in Ridgeway Middle School. Okay. Oh, yeah, shit. 84, 93. Then they, okay. Okay. Dude, wow. I'm surprised right. I've never even heard of these guys. Okay. If she played a couple songs, y'all would know those songs. Y'all be like, wait, that's them? Okay. I mean, hey, dude, yeah, I've heard hella shit. So it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if that happened. So yeah. I also sent their link to the group chat. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right cool yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna check them cats out that's what's up but yeah i mean so yeah going back to like music evolution man like that's just the uh you know that's i i i love being able to play new stuff especially when i get um you know different influences from other people so for me like i i love being able to talk knowledge about music over all the different genres like that's the the core of the whole show is to show where the roots came from and how everything grew from it so you know forget hip-hop like there was shit before this that made hip-hop and so being able to do all that and then still have people be like hey but you didn't know about such and such it's like oh I'm still educating myself and it's like, it's yeah. That's here, I was, here I am trying to like teach and shit. And I'm just like, fuck, I didn't even know that. I, I was bet. pushing you to do that old school, new school thing. Hell yeah, man. No, dude, or, that's going to happen. Or reverse, you know, like, like play the hip hop track and then play the track that was, they used as the, as the cut and loop for that track. So the old school, you know, I mean, I've played a few of the tracks that have been cut from, and then drop knowledge of like, hey, if you didn't know, this is like, because I mean, you have the Amen break and stuff and like cats don't know about that, you know, because there was a track called Amen Brother that was a B-side from way back in the day. I'm um, drawing a blank on the name of the, and I, you know, I feel like an idiot at the point because, you know, but still it's the, uh, they, that little break was, you know, probably bigger than you would say for any of the, um, you know, um, the Godfather. I mean, it's like you, you don't, James Brown is supposedly like the biggest cut sampled, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, nah, he's not the biggest. No, no, it's just the one that's been, you he was know, the one that stood out because he complained about it. He was pretty pissed. much. <laughs> yeah. But so, I mean, that's, but the I thing get is, it. He was always a performer. So it's yeah. like, that's how he gets paid. Ben? The what? Amen. Was it? it was Amen Brothers. It was a B side. Uh, I think it was from like 1943 or something. It was it was uh, it was it was pretty old. Uh, but yeah, it's called the Amen Break because uh, the song is called the Amen Brothers, and it's a uh, it's a break section, which is what you get the term break beat from, where you're playing this little snippet of a drum section that is only a fill for like a couple of seconds, but then you start to loop it like you did back in the day, merry-go-round style, like vinyl mm-hmm. to vinyl, and now you have this beat that's just continuous, and all you need is an MC to rock, you know, some lyrics. 
I mean, that's yeah. that's hip hop at its core. You, you know just what told I mean? The story, yeah, dude. Yeah, I did. Was it. I you did tell a story. A, you told the story. I did. Good job, little buddy. That's how I had the figure eight style. I like them. Yeah, back and dude, forth. that's what I was saying. Like when you were talking about you know rap music to hip hop, I was like, bro, I feel you because it's like that. I have that much love and respect for hip hop as a culture. I mean, I was raised on that shit from the streets. Like, I, I mean, literally Mexican barrio. So that's why I was like, do NWA and Easy and all that shit, dude. That's what everybody else listened to. But I mean, in my house, I was still listening to like Patsy Cline and like John Denver and Johnny Cash and Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimi Hendrix. John you know, Denver, dude, fuck yeah, John Denver. John oh jesus lord but yeah but you know good light my ass on fire (laughs) i'm gonna light my award on fire yeah no uh, but so i mean having having again getting that rap as like the main influence but having the roots you know play you know played to me so it was like i still had the knowledge of it it's like i knew where it came from so roots do i like gregory coleman I believe so. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Like J. Rue. Yeah, what year is it? Give me the, the year on it because that would be the, the reference. 1969. <sighs> no, I feel like it was earlier than that. The Amon Break, I think, was, I feel like it was from the 40s. From I, I got the stack of info in she's, front of me. I'm telling you what it is. I mean, yeah, but I never trust her source because I like being what right. It is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I think that I think that might be right, but I don't know. Uh, I'll have to. It' gonna do what it do, baby. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, I've been wrong before. I'm okay with it. Have you? Well, I mean, that I'm aware of. You admit that? No, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't so, wrong. I was just not right. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you this. So I mean, have you always been a Midwest cat? Like, are you from where you're at, or like, did you? Yeah, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. I grew up in Denver, Colorado, so it was like nice. right next to each other. But it's a big difference. <laughs> difference. Well, I've been to Denver, but Denver, Colorado, Nebraska. Even though they're right next to each other. Oh yeah. Which one do you like better? <laughs> okay. Do you like do shows in Denver or I've done I've done a few shows there, yeah. I just don't really know anybody to move around like that. I mean I like I have a lot of family out there, but they don't do music, they don't go out, so it's like they don't know the venues or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's why I said, man, we'll uh, we're gonna talk on the side. I got I got a hookup for you, bro. I'm gonna take care of you. <laughs> you're you're disgusting. I don't even know how you get less filthy animal. <laughs> We're just like bringing the count up right now. Oh yeah, drink. Drink? No, we don't drink. They drink. That's the, the no. Because it makes it funnier. You see? Because then- <laughs> dude, oh my god, bro! I was cutting. Uh, I was cutting our episode with Artie and uh, freaking the conversation. I got to get you the audio on it, man. I was pissed at myself. So have I, dude. Hey, Sasuke. I can only edit so much. I'm one man. Jesus. Well, we got to work on that because I, I would like. Yeah, to we're getting to, there. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah, we're still building our brand, bro. Because, like you said, I mean, I want to feel more like a partnership than feel like you know you're. Oh, uh, you want to be my partner? I don't want to be number two anymore. It's all- <laughs> <laughs> number one B. One B. 
Dude, that's like the basement freaking apartment in the Bronx or some shit. That was the shit in like Fight Club where he was just like, oh, it's a shitty basement apartment. Well, Sherlock lived in a B, didn't he? No, he lived in the whole building, bro. Sherlock was rich as shit. Oh, is it what? What was it? Two twenty one B Baker Street, or something like that. Right? Yeah, but that's like that's England. They're different than us. They they number shit differently. Dude, they're on a whole nother level of swearing over there. Yeah, you're talking about Cockney, actually. <laughs> Cockney, yeah, no, bro. So, you're hey, the one that you, does that one. Yeah. Do you like uh, Do you like any British movies or something like uh, what Guy Ritchie? Uh, do you ever see like the new Sherlock Holmes with um um? Uh, freaking my mind's blank in the night. Green room was effective, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, Robert Robert you. Downey Jr. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you so do you uh do you like those kind of styles with the British stuff or yeah, I mean I do. I, I like those. Those movies was good. I'm sure you don't watch Downtown Abbey. Oh yeah. fuck that. I'm not I'm not that I'm not that BBC, but yeah, no, I like I like Guy Ritchie because he does some pretty dope stuff. Yeah, like because the book You watch Bridgerton? I don't even know no, what that is. I like Doctor Who. I don't even know what that is. What? No, the, what? I don't watch it though. I you guess it's the it. more cooler version of Downton Abbey. See, I don't know either of these. I, that's probably a good reason. Uh, yeah. So, like, what was uh, what was your thing? Because I like Sherlock as as a written character, like reading some of the stories and stuff. So having Guy Ritchie make that kind of. Um, you know, a portrayal of it. Like to, to me, it's like the rawest sense of like, yo, that's why Sherlock would be that smart. Why he would have like all that knowledge. Why to be so like, well, I mean, what was, what did you like about those that, uh, that you enjoyed the most? Those new Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah. yeah. It was all the, um, it was mostly the effects, the fight scenes. Dude, the fight scenes are dope as shit. <laughs> the fight scenes was cool. They was good, but like the way, the way they were using the effects, they were using them like, like the Matrix. Yeah, they made it almost that's like that's what cinem- I said. Yeah, he- it was very Matrix like. Yeah, well, but it made it almost like cinemagraphic. Like it was very like almost elegant. Like it, it yeah. gave it emotion. But I loved how you you got to see the entire fight in slow motion. Then you saw it in a blink of an eye, and you were like, <gasps> you saw it real quick. Yeah, that yeah. shit was. Like yeah. that made it just so much better. It was like Tarantinoing a movie. Like it just like the content alone was good, but that made it so much better. Oh, I know. Dead silence. Oi, where did that come from? It's <laughs> your favorite line. Of the whole that movie. is my absolute favorite line of that whole entire fucking movie. He he whipped <laughs> the dude's ass in the freaking bar, and then it's just like the room's dead silent, and, and like, you hear that cat in the back. They just like out of nowhere, and they're all like, "Yeah, fucking, where did that come like from?" Gambler number thirty-two. <laughs> right, it's his credit in the sky. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> like nobody. Can you uh, say this see, line? Yeah, sure. But see, and that's the thing is like that's why like you know going back to the hip hop thing that's. There's an elegance behind it, you know. There's there's a beauty to it. So Even I mean, the mistakes are elegant. Yeah, dude, they're like, imperfection is perfection, man. I agree. I really, seriously, I agree. Like to be perfect is to mess up. When it's scrubbed, it's just you know that's why we do our show like this, right? Hell yeah, man! Live on cut. We edit this nothing. shit. Yeah, dude. Raw, we give it to you <laughs> with no trivia. We like cocaine straight from Bolivia. My hip hop <laughs> will rock and shock the nation. Like the emancipation. That's my fault. I wound him up. Sorry. <laughs> that was my bad. I did. I should have. You should know better. Like, Damn it. I can't push buttons, but you pushed mine. So I you, hey, I mean, you wound me up. What am I? The little monkey. Yeah. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Yeah, man. It's ching, all good. Ching, ching. There's the, there's a the six year old clap. Again. 
But yeah, dude, no, I, I, I love the honesty uh, behind hip hop and anything like that, man. Cause I don't, I don't watch like TV and shit. Cause I just, I can't get into that stuff. Like there's so much crap on nowadays. You know, I don't listen to the radio cause most of it's bullshit pop, like crap where it's just like, this is what is awesome and you'll like it. No, it's, it, dude, there's no heart and soul in this. Or you'd never hear something like, I see you using an old style. I'd wondered where you learned it from. I you do. I will the iron mic. Come on. Do I know? <laughs> it's even like, it's even like, it's even like that with the new hip hop nowadays. It's like they want to sing the song so good or so perfect or in a way that like there's feeling in the song. It's like, yeah, it sounds good, but I don't feel anything. Right. There's no soul, no soul Simmons. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're like, all right, so you're a Midwest cat, man. Do you, I mean, do you like, do you like uh, Tech Nine and stuff? I mean, do you like him at all or? Man, I grew up, I grew, I grew up with Tech Nine. Like basically like I watched his whole career before he was even, before he was Tech Nine. Yeah. Like Angelic and all that shit. The old shit with the, uh, the before, before Angelic. Before, yeah, what's, what's his name? The guy that he like doesn't he doesn't fuck with no more because he's like he's bad for me. He was rogue when he was with Rogue Dog Villains. Yeah, that cat. Yes, sir. Yes, that's when I was listening to Tech Nine. Okay, Twister, all of them. Tech Nine, Twister, all like uh, what's what's the one group? Um, smoking on hay in the middle of the barn. What's that? I don't know. Yeah, you can ask JD on that. Are those lyrics? Yep. Smoking on in the middle of the barn. Um, uh, who else is from the Midwest? Psychodrama. Uh, well, so, I mean, you also get cats like uh, Slug, uh, LP, uh, Idea and Abilities. I mean, that's like Def Jux and stuff. That's coming yeah. up. And that's not like true Midwest, but it's from that same area. You're talking like Ohio and all that shit and over in that way. So it's like up in that area, which, you yeah. know, they, they consider themselves part of, you know, the Midwest, which I mean, at this point, they, they kind of are, you know, because you get atmosphere, which most people don't realize. Slug is the rapper. Atmosphere is the group. And when Atmosphere performs live, they actually play live instruments. So they'll play their, their, you know, their songs that they make because they make hip hop and it's, you know, it's a cut and sample track. But when they go and perform them live, they actually play it live and still do it. Dude, he's still rocking. He's still rocking. I looked up, I looked up one of the concerts he did last year, I think, or, or whatever. Um, but he's still rocking it, man. I mean, conflict. How old is he? That's them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Midwest cast. We were talking about because I was. We're still talking on like the Tech Nine and stuff. But yeah, I mean, because so I heard. uh, So Angelic was obviously the first one I heard. And me being like uber nerd and like knowing how to find stuff, I found his earlier stuff because there was two albums before that. I think they did right. It was two. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and even that shit was dope. And he got a chance to to remake a few of them. I think it was the album after Angelic. But yeah, because then I think it was like his third one at that point, which is the one where everybody would probably know him the most for where he got his like MTV video, MTV video up and shit. Yeah. The, the big freaking Kool-Aid pink red hair and shit. That's where I was like, ah, that's enough for me. Yeah, but he was, he was trying to brand himself. Like he saw what the what the, the industry was doing and he's like, fuck you, I'll play the game and do it myself. Like he's another one of those self-made cats. 
mad. I'm not mad at him or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> when it when when it came to that, because he was pushing it with Angelic, he was pushing it a little bit because I saw the face paint and I was like, "Are you a juggalo? I don't understand what's going on." But <laughs> I listened to it. I listened to it and it was still dope. And I was like, "Okay, this is cool." But then. He came with the other, and I was like, man, he's going a different way than I want him to do. <laughs> yeah, I would say he went, like, for a hot minute, he almost kind of got lost in that persona where he was, you know, playing the capitalistic game of the industry where it's like you got to personify yourself. And now he's he's almost back to a place where it's like he's he's running the show. Like, he's a producer. He's a label owner. Like, he's he's doing it. And there's, there's like a there's a heart and soul back to it again where he's like, I don't have to perform for people. He's like, this is for me, and I got to put it out there because I got to set that example. So well, then you got you got people that are influenced, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you want to be in the market share, then you have to do this, or you have to wear this, or you have to talk about this. Yeah, Rakim. Right, yeah, I mean, Rizzo, yeah, yeah Rizzo, to reference like, that again. But yeah, right, I mean, you're gonna wear a top hat and tails. He's like, uh nah, man, that's not really my style. <laughs> right, get up there. <laughs> yeah, well, say so, hey, you were saying like when you show up to a venue, like you do your thing. So like, what's your what's your style, man? Like, what's your typical dress? Like, you try to be, I mean, James Brown with the cape and shit, and like all flies hell. You got like your mad style or what? Yeah, suit and tie. Hell yeah, nice. suit and tie, and I'm. I'm going to sing and I'm going to rap. And people are going to be like, wait, you going to rap wearing that? Of course I am. Hell yeah. Well, dude, because I mean, think about it with like, uh, like East Siders, man. East Siders with like, uh, with uh, Dog and all them. And I mean, like the way they put, the, I mean, that was some like some soulful shit. I mean, that was some good stuff. I mean, on the freaking cover, they're all like OG style that with the pinstripes and the, the, the suit and tie and shit, like hats and all that. Like, dude, that's yep. some cool shit, man. I like that, bro. Before, before I got with Sean, my manager before him, she suggested that because I was just t-shirt, jeans, you know. She was like, "Nah, you're more talented than everybody else, so you have to stand out." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Well, you sing and you rap." And you perform, so you're you're you stand out when you're up there. So you might as well stand out before you get up there, right? So like, it's like an image consultant. Well, no, because yeah. like, dude, yeah. Russ. Uh, go, to go back to Russ, man, he's uh, he's got one of his lines where it's like, if you want to stand out, you got to be outstanding. <laughs> Dude, for real, it's, I mean, it's, it's right. beautiful wordplay, but it's real knowledge, man. If you want to, if you want to say, "Hey, I'm something special," then you have to carry yourself as something special. It's like the movie Boiler Room, where it's like, act as if, dude, act as if you're like the owner of the company. You know, act as if you got a ten inch cock. Act as if you have your own Ferrari. <laughs> right, and you have a right. dude. It's like, dude, act as if. If this is who you want, the fake it till you make it. Carry yourself the way you want to be when you get there and stay there when you once you make it because it's a great journey and it's it's worth it's the a, work. It's a fine line between that and being yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
you know, there's after a while, you don't realize that you're you, like half your life is a fake. So you got to be careful of that, you know, too. Well, but it's, you're not really faking it. What it is, is you're just, you're manifesting, you're carrying yourself in the realm. Cause that's the thing is like, dude, we could be popular now in, you know, the now, now, like 10 years from now, when somebody's re-listening to this episode or some shit, I don't know. But the simple fact is, is the person who I am now in 10 years from now, I want to be that same person, if not more humble, more appreciative, more respectful. And so I'm going to well, carry myself at that and just push to be that better person like yeah and it's not to bring the room down but some of the best <laughs> artists don't get recognized until after they die so well yeah because yeah. the industry's a bitch well it's the, i if mean you don't play the fucking game they don't give a shit you it's can, not about the heart it's not it, about the love it's not about the on this or you could put it on even like artists of you know like the 1500s you know, like a lot of them didn't get no notoriety until after they died. And then suddenly it was like, boom, you know, Gee, why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> Just saying, bro. It, it's, it's all about the art. Like you got to, if you're not expressing from the heart, like as long as it, as long as you're still expressing from the heart, I don't care what I wear. You know, you're still expressing yourself. You're expressing your own words. Nobody told you what to write. Nobody's trying to puppeteer you. You're doing your own thing. Yeah. Like, Shit, I'll rock a suit any day. Yeah, right. Yeah, you we know? um we had a one of my friends on last night who's a, a local musician, uh, Rebecca. Who's I mean, she's an absolute she's sweetheart. Yeah. Did you? She's a phenomenal musician. I mean, guitarist, piano, uh, lyricist. She's she's a like folk rock grunge kind of a thing, like with acoustic and stuff. But dude, she's got a great personality, all professional. Like there's there's something special about her because she's just she believes in herself. She doesn't believe yeah. she's special and acts that way. She just acts her way because she's like, this is who I am. Like, she's just being honest with herself. And then she makes dope music, man. So, I mean, it's like, you know, we love getting cats like this on where it's like, you actually give a shit, you know? Because you're, you, I mean, you're one, you're usually good people, but then two, you usually have pretty good music. And I love getting new music, man. Uh, that, was, yeah. that, was, that was fun. And I still have to check out her stuff. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, which I mean, dude, I can't like honestly with the the music station. I I'm I'm excited to play your music uh, when I when I get your music evolution episode out. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hot shit. Yeah, the now now with the flippy floppy and the. I think you'll be getting I'm on a boat. I think you'll probably be getting some emails from that. I hope so, because I mean, dude, that's the thing is like. I, I, and this is the same thing I love about Adam, right? Cause Adam's the same way. So uh, Adam's uh, the, the main guy who actually started the radio station, uh, DIM that, you know, I work with and stuff and we're going to, where I'm partnering with and all that. Um, it's, it's, he gives a shit. So it's the simple fact of like, we're here to, to not get paid to take care of our friends. Cause that's, that's a job and it's not going to be a job to care about our community and, and give back to those who are trying to do the same thing. You know, we all have to help each other. And this guy actually does it. He doesn't, he doesn't walk. He doesn't talk the talk. He walks the walk and he's humble as shit about it. Do I love yeah. this guy? Like, but you I mean, that's the thing again, when I'm, I'm out of place where it's like, I can throw the love, man. When I got introduced to you, I was like, dude, this guy's dope. I was like, this is going to be good. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Dude, are, we were actually having like a doper conversation before we even started the green room. I'm like looking at him like, come on, guys, can we can we start? So like, yeah. hold on, I got to make one more point. I'm like, yeah, it's it's cool. Well, just can, <laughs> looking at me, he's like, can we record this? I was like, I you, you never you have to hold me. on. That's the thing. Like, you never have to hold on for the green room because it's like there's really nothing going on that we wouldn't put on it. Yeah, you know, it's it's just it's us getting to know each other. It's us warming up our voices. 
you know, yeah. turning our brains off, which I still think I'm running in like second gear right now, but <laughs> you, yeah, you did kind of come in late. It's all right, but Hey, you're, right. you've made up for it very well. And you know, you've proven yourself worthy. We appreciate you. But, you are the young Padawan, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, I've, there's probably a million questions I could ask you, but I can tell, and it was the same thing with Rebecca. Like I can tell when, even when I get in this space with somebody, like I can feel the energy and you know, it's, it's, it's a good vibe coming from you, man. It's, it's all love. Well, dude, I mean, anybody who can talk hat, like rap and hip hop for, you know, an hour straight is dude, dude, you're dope in my book just for that fact. That's right, love, right. man. And he has correct knowledge. I have this saying I always say to my wife, if you don't like me, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Dude, I've said that a few times for myself. It's like, you know, th there are plenty of people that don't like me, but in all honesty, it's usually because they, they actually like kind of look up to me. And so they're just going to put me down. It's like, Hey man, it's like we said, it's like dude, when we first got it, we finally had a hater who hit us up and was just like, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Like ran his mouth about some shit. Just one. Dude, and I looked, I know I looked at him. I was like, bro, we made it. We got a hater. We did it. Yeah. I was just disappointed. It was only one. I don't one. That's oh like, I need material here. <laughs> well, dude, I'll be honest. The people who I've been interacting with lately, it's like, it's all positivity in a sense. And we're actually having a conversation and we're, we're agreeing with each other, even though we have like differences of ideas well, I mean, or that, opinions. That's the thing. Like we're not, we're not trying to create a brand. Like if anything, the brand we're selling is just us. Like, and I don't, see, I don't care what you're buying. This is all we got to this, sell you. <laughs> this is the conversation that's just been continuous for 30 years. It's just, these are the sections of it that we've recorded, you know, and yeah. like we joke about that, but that's honest to God. That's exactly what's happening. We don't edit anything. We don't trunk. Well, I mean, we truncate ums and ahs sometimes just to make it fit, but well, no, the audio edits. So I, I make radio edits for a lot of stuff. However, I was like, yeah, no, no, no. We we do have 100% unedited. Like, dude, that's the thing is we we don't, you, you can't, to me, you can't write scenes like this. Like you can, there's not somebody in Hollywood right now, like writing this, like, and Gemini says, and then he references, like, dude, nobody would write this shit. It'd be the nobody, most boring thing in the world. However, right. this is a raw, honest conversation and you can like see it and all that. It's just like, holy crap. It, it draws you in because there's a raw honesty to it. We're trying to do, we have three points here of what we're trying to do. We want to educate. We want to, you know, uh, be entertaining and we want to take care of our community. Like, dude, if we're not, well, if we're not taking, things should be in there too, but uh, that's maybe taking that's, care of your community, I guess. Yeah. I mean. But always, how are always, you going to take care of your community by putting it down? That's not how that works. Come on. Yes, but then just to be more specific, specific. Making up words and shit again. Uplifting, dude. You weren't even here for the green room. What are you trying to catch up over there? Were you doing shots of tequila in the kitchen? What? What the hell? Specifical. Was there still next shirt? Then now he's like, oh, there's there's tequila. I didn't. You didn't. You didn't say tequila didn't earlier. Say there was. You tequila. didn't earn tequila. You got to be on. Winners get tequila. Bro, bro you, don't know. you don't even know, bro. Bro. Oh. I don't even like. Why would you ever write this? I, but you can't. That's you that's can't. my point. So it's it's obvious. I mean, if you're if you're you know, that's why I like. I mean, that's why I am like, dude. Because from the get go, I told you I was like, no, it's gonna be raw, unedited. I am not gonna cut this shit. Bro, I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, but I mean, I do make edited versions because it's. Uh, I give you the truncated like one hour shot, so it's like quick, easy. It's like, hey, I got my drive into work or something, or I'm getting ready for work, or it's like, boom, here's your here's your perfect little 
dude, you know, we, that's how much love we have for our people. We make it easy for them to listen to us. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like when we first started doing this, it was like two, two and a half hours. Oh, hell yeah. An hour, 45 minutes. Oh, we would just let the fuck, we would let it roll, but like, no joke. Like it, it, whatever the, we also had like 45 minutes and shit where it's like, all right, I'm bored. I gotta go get a beer. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, that sucks. Yeah. But, uh, there's people that are at work. I remember when I did used to work. Five PM to five AM. So I needed something to work. I needed something to listen to. I needed something to keep me occupied. So right, right. Y'all gotta y'all providing people. If I would have had this, man, I would have listened to y'all show. It's like oh. It's like jogging music. Like, you know, you can't just run without anything. Well, I mean, eventually I could, but. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I like running without the same thing. I, I, but I got I, used to running without anything because it gets annoying when the freaking. But see, I was also, when I rode my motorcycle, I also did no music. Like I was, I just wanted silence as much, you know, as little input as possible. Especially when you're riding on one of those things. Especially when I'm riding on one of those. I'm not very smart when it comes to two wheels. Over here. I just been to be honest. I don't ride them anymore. I'm I'm smarter now. I just you're on a whole different. Just don't like, touch them anymore. Just don't touch I, them. I ride for the enjoyment of the experience without having to. I don't have to. I don't have to blip the oh throttle God, every I two seconds. To, <laughs> I don't have to pull wheelies. I'm riding. I'm riding a Triumph. You know. He just wants to. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I'm. I'm. So the my the way out the way I always put it is there's a lot of idiots and assholes on the road, and I'm one of them. As soon as I get on two wheels, I'm just like, okay, do I don't. Uh. But at the same yeah. time, I don't mind sitting in traffic and just like I wasn't one of those types that okay? would like. Okay. What? I didn't like. I wasn't one of those cats that would you know slide up to the side of traffic or like cut through lanes or stuff. I was always you know I just I sat with everybody else. I'm another fucking you know car on the road or whatever. But you know, yeah. If I if I had an open area, you know, somewhere where I felt safe that it's. But like, I mean, if I, I did mess up, I wasn't hurting anybody, but maybe me. Yeah, I do a lot of dumb shit. Sign on the side of the road that has the acceptable miles per hour. Like that's just a suggestion, right? I, I mean, when you're on two wheels, it doesn't really apply. At 150 plus miles an hour, you don't see those signs. You're just like 70. I oh, don't know. That was a sign. I think there was a one in front of that. Okay, go faster. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't ride like that. Right. But I'm also one of those OG cats were growing up out of Cali. Like I was telling you, I grew up on like low riders and stuff. So, I mean, I used to have a a Chevy S 10 that I built from scratch. Like I ordered it from the factory, slammed the shit out of it. I would be driving through traffic at like, you know, 60 mile an hour, 40 mile an hour and just dump the, you know, entire suspension out and just start dragging frame down the road. (laughs) Sparks are flying there and just traffic just pulls itself up. Yes. I am a jackass. (laughs) <laughs> oh, because again, I'm just I am dumb enough to do some shit. This is why I don't I don't mess around no more. I'm a responsible adult. I'm a father. I take care of my family. Like I don't I don't do wheelies and drag frame anymore. You're boom boom, aren't you? I'm the boom boom kid. Yeah, no. It's, <sighs> but yeah, dude, I mean, so how long have you been doing your music? Like, how long have you actually been out? Like, because you were saying, like, yo, I'm 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 doing this now. Like, so I mean, how long have you been at it? Where it's like, this is your job, bro. Well, I started professionally 2015. That's when I dropped my first song available on all streaming platforms. 
and I became Hell's Flame musical artist on Google. Because I used to Google myself before. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't shit up there at all online about me. Is that like a private thing? Like you don't do that when other people are around? Like, do you feel weird doing that? Googling? No, I Google myself to check. To check and see where my status is at. Because at first I was Googling myself and there was nothing. Like I couldn't find me. Then I released that song and then it, it popped up musical artists. Now that I'm a voice actor, I'm waiting for musical artist slash voice actor. I'm waiting for that part. Keep adding stuff on there. Nice. Yeah. Then it's going to be musical artist slash voice actor slash. Really, yeah. Flasher. No, not that. Well, no, but it'll, it'll, <laughs> <laughs> it'll keep adding on. Redacted. Because, because Redacted. the truth is you're, you're at heart. If you're, if you're a singer songwriter, you know, like you're, you're already used to wearing multiple hats. Like it's not really yeah. that much of a step to go, you know, like you said, doing voiceovers and voiceovers could lead to acting. You never know. I mean, uh, th- there's all kinds of avenues for that, but it's, you're a performer, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you've now stepped out of that just because you had that one slash. That's, that's like the start of it all. You know, dude, I know that first slash yeah. feels so good. It can go as far as you want to take it. Well, so technically you are a slasher because you're just like, yo, I'm just adding more, bro. I'm just adding more. Slash. Right? Dude, I mean, dude, that's, it's always the joke, or but it's like, hashtag. yo, how many jobs you got? Yo, I got seven jobs. Lord of Mercy. It's just like, Lord damn, Mercy. that's a good, hardworking boy. I got seven jobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the cooking, the cleaning, the ironing. I got, I'm a bus boy. I got <laughs> a bartender. Oh, you right. Oh, man. I do it all. I'm a maid. Dude, I mean, it's true. I've been a Jamaican a few the, times. I uh, even short like... skirt. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Booyaka. Dude, <laughs> why are you just being disrespectful as shit over here, bro? No, no. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, no, back to Earth. You see, when anytime you think Jamaican or some shit, he always goes to, like, half-baked. No, no. For real. Like, I had... I had and it's I'll like, just, oh, you're from Jamaica. I'll, what part? Right by the beach. Right, right by, by the beach. Same. But no, I... I want to talk the same thing. Yeah, all that shit. I had shit. these two guys... <laughs> when, I was, when I was working my corporate job, I, and I started at the bottom, so I was working the mailroom and stuff. And now and you was, at the top? There was two guys that I was friends with that would, like, every, every Friday, they would go and get, like... Um, like Jamaican food mm, from this place in Philly dude, jerk wings and come back. Oh, good jerk wings. Oh my God. And like, I made friends with them and I started adding to their order. I was like, yo, could you pick me up some oxtail? Like I'd never tried it. I was mm. like, and I started getting that on a regular, but like, and we just, we weren't like friends, but we were like work acquaintances and we joke around with each other. And like when I, when I'd stop by the window or whatever to drop something off or talk to him for a minute, like, like he would, he would play with me. He would ask how I was doing, like how's the fam and all this other stuff. But it was always like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like it was hilarious. And with that was, we'd be walking, we no, seriously, we'd be walking across from each other in the hall and we, we would reference each other like that. And it was just like, you know. No, bro, I just got bad boys too, where it's like, who in my house? It's like, the devil. Why do you have to say the devil? The devil not welcome here. And it's like, oh, God, no. Yo, you got to take the bass out of your voice. <laughs> you came to borrow some brown sugar? <laughs> 
Jesus. Yeah, no, that's so. Getting some holy water. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, we're uh, we're at that point where we gotta. Yeah, we gotta. That's what happens. That's, I know, dude. Just, known. When I go off the rails, then yeah, no shit. Yeah, we either like get, like start tangenting like seventeen times in a row, or the conversation is just like, "Oh my god, that's a really good point." Yeah, but we have to go now, so we're gonna just cut the conversation here. <laughs> oh, we'll definitely hook up again. It's been real, you know. Oh yeah, no, bro, no, for real, for real. You and I, we're gonna we're gonna chat on the side. We're gonna. I got you, homie. So, yeah, as well as yeah, you're gonna come back on. We're gonna talk like possibly putting some shows together and shit, dude. Like, I'm telling you, man. For for those of you at home, if you ain't heard Hell's Flame, you got to be looking them up now. Like, he's check just, it out. Yeah, I mean, just we. I mean, but that's what we do here, dude. We we find that good local talent of anything where the industries. Because I mean, it's not just hip hop and rap and music and stuff. Do all industries are like this? Dude, it's it's all about like they try to make as many difficult barriers to entry as possible, and it's just squashing beautiful art because you can't, you know, air quote monetize well, it's that just shit. An endless supply of interesting people for us to talk to. No so shit, I got no problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, man. Dude, this has been an absolute blast. The green room was fucking amazing. Uh, I mean, getting to know you has been dope as shit. Listening to your music was awesome. I mean, you're you're definitely one because dude, or like on the chat, you were doing some like Nate Dog and shit. I was just like, bro, I literally heard that in my head. Like, dude, yeah. dude, no shit. We're, yeah, man, dude, smoke weed every day. Dude, it's just like I'm like, oh, I was like, bro, this is like, did we just become brothers? Yeah, like, homie, I get you. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, I can't come back, man. Oh. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna hook you up, bro. But yeah, a fam, we uh, we appreciate you so much. Please continue the conversation. Hit us up, ity at directionsinmusic.org or individually, G E M I N I at directionsinmusic.org. Bleep bleep bleep. bleep. <laughs> yeah, and Philly D P H I double L Y at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, uh, this is uh I'm telling you, we uh you know, Mr. Hell's Flame, thank you so much. Uh yeah, if people, if you want to get in touch High with five. us, find this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put your information out there as well as yeah, if you uh if you want to talk to this dude, hit him uh hit us up. Uh we'll uh we'll get you in touch because he's uh he's Absolutely. an absolute professional and uh a great gentleman as well. But um yeah, uh, fam, as always, we appreciate you. Uh, Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Okay, clack a fact check of Miss JD. And special guest. Hills Flame. Hills Flame. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, fam, we appreciate you. We, uh, we love you so much. Uh, but as always, be good to yourself. Be good to everything else. Much love. Peace. 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 Out of here. Awesome. <laughs>